Ladies and gentlemen, Jeremiah Wonders is brought to you by Sheath Underwear. The right... That's right. Sheath Underwear. That's right. Sheath Underwear. What makes Sheath Underwear different? Simple. Sheath Underwear has a special two-pouch compartment that keeps your wiener and nutsies from sticking to your inner thigh. That's it. That's the idea, and it's brilliant. It feels like I'm having sex with my underwear every time I put them on, and I'm into it. And if... Uh, you, you got, you're going too fast. Okay. <laughs> and and that's it. I'm not... I... Uh, I can't read and it. I'm into it, that. Okay, no, no, okay. you're doing it. And uh, I'm into that. Okay. And if I'm not, uh, I, say, I say, sorry, sorry. I'm not in the mood. I'm not in the mood. And if I leave them and out, I leave them out, out, of the pouch, out of the pouch, so, f- so fresh, fresh either, way. either way, sheath underwear is made from the super comfortable blend, blend of, of modal, mo- modal and, and spandex, spandex that stretches as you move, move and keeps and you cool and, cool and dry. dry. No, no bunging. Matter, no pinching or saging. Sheath, sheath underwear Kratos, your junk junk. like a a mama gorilla holding her precious newborn baby. You know how Blade is half human and half Half vampire, Steve? So he gets the best of both both worlds? worlds. Well, Sheath is like that. The Only it's a combination of boxer briefs and jock strap. All of their powers, none of their weaknesses. This is what my pal Steve is trying to say. The idea of Sheath came from its founder, U.S. Army soldier... Robert, Robert Patton, Patton during the his second tour in Iraq. If it works in the sun-blasted deserts of Iraq, you'll know it'll work w- wherever you live. Support this awesome veteran-owned indie company whose founder is actually a fan, fan of, Jer- of Jeremiah Wonders. Wonders. That's pretty cool, Steve. Go to sheathunderwear.com and order with promo code SACS, S-A-X, to get 20% off your first order and Sheath's underwear, 100% money back guarantee. That's sheathunderwear.com, promo code SACS, S-A-X. Support this show by supporting them. Get Sheath Underwear and let them support your your balls. balls. Uh, So uh, Steve is uh, co-hosting this intro um, for Moses Storm today. We have a great episode with my pal Moses. We caught up on uh, the different scenes of comedy that we're in, the different mm-hmm. horror movies that we've starred in, and then we got real wacky and silly. I think mm-hmm. you guys are going to dig this episode. Make sure you're liking and commenting and subscribing, and make sure you're you're liking and commenting and subscribing to Steve's podcast, the Stevie Weeby Show. He just had William Hung from American yes, Idol on his show. But most importantly... Get your sheath underwear today. Today. And your balls will feel fantastic. Yes. Thank you, Steve, for co-hosting this intro. It's Mm -hmm. never been done before, (laughs) and I love it. Is this historical? This is historical. Without further ado, let's get into this episode with Moses Storm on Jeremiah Wonders. Thanks for tuning in. you were um doing commercials for applebee's yeah, why well, i'm self-submitting <laughs> i'm self-submitting several tapes oh so for applebee's yeah yeah, yeah. um <laughs> that'll be your moses mic that'll be your weird this is a mic. lot to learn i've never played one of these before so you can you can do that when you're when you're done but like it's like an old radio setup where you know like it's like dj over here but also he's also <laughs> Let's get a Ken. Uh, Ken is on the ground traffic right now. His helicopter is actually stalled recently. Uh, what is going on in the ground traffic on the 405 right now? 
Hey, Lyle! <laughs> okay, uh, piece we of... We major traffic because, uh, we put our helicopter down right on the floor by to get a closer look, and, uh, we are causing a lot of play. Okay, I'm not really sure if the listeners can really understand quite what you're saying. It sounds like you're speaking some kind of alien language, Ken. Could we uh, get a little bit more clarity on your mic? What's going on on the traffic right now? Well, we find our talents just off the phone. All right, definitely didn't clear up at all whatsoever, Ken. Uh, you're very, uh, it sounds like shrapnel's in your voice or you've been abducted by aliens. What exactly is going out there on the traffic on the highway right now? The propeller was spinning out of control, so I decided to light the propeller with my incredibly strong teeth, and that created sparks, and now the Getty Center is on fire. Okay, once again, uh, very hard for our listeners to understand. Uh, you said the Getty is on fire, I believe. That was the last thing that I caught out on the highway. Uh, is there anything else that's going on there that we can report back to the studio? We are directly to blame for the Getty being on fire, which set off a oil painting that has shot into the sky, and the oil from that painting has brought a 747 down. Okay, 747 was filled with the most influential people of 2018. Okay, it sounds like a real the day the music died situation over here at the Getty with this 747 coming down. Uh, we're going to cut back into the studio live here and uh, we're going to bid you farewell, and hopefully you don't die today, Ken. Ooh, tough day. That tough day. Um, Ken had a rough, rough one. Yeah. You know, you go through these helicopter guys like like waiters at a restaurant. You know, there's a high turnover rate. Real high turnover rate. You know? Mm-hmm. It takes a real brave person to be like, you know what? This will be my last job. Yep. I don't think I've ever learned a helicopter guy's full name. Well, as a waiter... Have you ever been like, I will die for this job? A hundred percent. When I see the two top and we have ourselves uh, Joey Fatone at one table and... Have you ever worked with uh, Joey Fatone? Have you ever uh, waited on Joey Fatone as a waiter? Yeah, a hundred percent. And he does not know what a margarita is. I made him what I thought was a margarita. The bartender was not in. It was... uh, (laughs) This is a real thing. I put a bunch of it was that Mexicali, and he's like, which is authentic. It's authentic Mexican food. Anything that says Cali in the title, you know, it's going to be really authentic Mexican food. If you want your food served to you by a deeply struggling actor who is in the height of struggle if you like pain in your refried beans you should go there this this all the food is made while one eye is on a pair of sides for the most humiliating audition in the world so uh, you're doggy bitch number three okay me me little doggy bitch okay okay well uh maybe i can get to uh, if i if i do well in the room maybe i can get to uh doggy bitch number two maybe but that's asking a lot so i don't want to we're going diverse with doggy number two we're Mm. going real diverse stock white guy for three though stock white guy for two we are accepting white guys but they are doing accents that are so cancelable <laughs> they are they are hitting riri so hard also also bad. this is not a part of any union so you might if you do get caught for this you may have to pay a penalty which is worth more than the gig not only that the whole gig will say we never met this guy he he put in his own tape and we had did had nothing to do with this actually we're a shell corp we're not even a real 
corporation. We're out of here. We're actually a facade for another organization. Nexium. Find yourself at Nexium. Find, Find yourself at Nexium. Keith Ranieri. A god that looks like a nerd. I want to thank our sponsor, Nexium, the cult that's getting actually. Another hit of uh, subscribers. Would you ever join a cult? Uh, already did. This is a real thing. Well, my parents did. I guess I was born into a, a cult. My parents, for the first, <laughs> uh, whoops, 13 years of my life, were involved in a unsuccessful cult called The Way. Um, See, they only talk about the successful cults. They don't talk about the unsuccessful ones. I do I do watch things like uh, The Vow and, and um, what was the other one? The Netflix one. And I do get jealous that these these cults were just killing it. I and mean, they flourished. Well, yeah, because there's like, a fun we, period. It's a startup cult. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be the failed cult. Because it's one thing to be in a cult. Because it's like, mm, embarrassing, right? But a failed cult is another thing. Because the other ones, they usually, they usually have like a, like a two-month period where mm-hmm. it's fun. Everyone's fucking. And everyone's like letting go of pain. And they're a bunch of adults screaming and doing yoga in, in Upper Oregon. But we never had that. We just had my dad uh, yelling and what he thought the Old Testament meant. And what did he think it meant? Because I grew up super religious, so I'm curious. Were you homeschooled? I wasn't homeschooled. No? But I looked down on You do have a homeschool vibe. I know. Uh, as someone who was homeschooled. Oh, it's I It's not a knock. It's just like, oh, I feel comfortable with you uh, ever since I think we met in 2009. I'm like, oh. He gets it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, you have a homeschool vibe, but you have a very, I would order milk at a bar. Dude, I love milk. <laughs> no. I do. This is yeah. a Midwest thing. This it is, is. Right? It is a Midwest thing. It's for sure. That milk comes with everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. Also, like- you know, that's how you get strong bones. Bring it on. Bring it on. Bring it on. Got milk? I bet you wish you did. Got teen milk? <laughs> teen milk? <laughs> it's my new company that I'm trying to start. Ooh, that sounds gross. Teen milk? <laughs> it's called teen milk. Well, you're going to hate the graphic if you hate the name. Okay, so what's the graphic? Let's, let's hear a pitch. It's a teen who's kick-flipping over um, a preteen <laughs> whose pierced nips are out. And, and, and they're lying down on the pavement, right? And the they're pierced lying nips down are on out. the pavement. Pierced okay. nips are out. Yeah. And milk is water falling, shooting out into over over all the other drinks, like Sunny D and over Monster Energy It's drink. like a stream. It's like a blast. Yeah, it's, it's going, going right over, over all those. Like, yeah, why, yeah, yeah. yeah why, Almost why like have... Silver Surfer style, right? Over that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And then there's little Gomez who's surfing on the milk wave. He's on top of that, mm-hmm. and you're surfing over all your canned sugar energy drinks, shit you don't need, right? Gatorade, blue, but we can't say Gatorade, mm-hmm. right? It's called like Aid for Fade, and it's going into a glass of milk, and that's the teen milk, milk for teens, always hot. Always hot.
hot. It's always hot. It's always hot. Why is it hot? I like milk cold. I don't like it hot. It defies God and logic. You put it in the freezer I section. I like God and logic. <laughs> <laughs> They're two separate oh, things. Oh, man. And the milk is always hot to the touch because mm. teens do it a little different. Because guess what? Mm. When, you, when your mommy gave you milk, it was cold, right? Yeah. Daddy gives you milk. Because, hey, sour. come down to my study, right? Oh, okay. Have some of the sour milk. Yeah, come yeah, down yeah. to my study. I want to sit on my lap. Yeah. It's, it's always cold to the touch, right? Uh-huh. And your dad's like, hey, let's read this last chapter of War and Peace, right? What words jump out to you? What? What does that mean? Hey, do you ever, ever want to try a cigar? No, I don't think cigars are for kids, right? You try a cigar, right? A couple cigars, uh-huh. and then you're like, oh, yeah, cigars taste terrible. You uh-huh. know what's great is a little whiskey. You know, I'd put this little whiskey on your bottle tip, and it uh-huh. would calm you down. So maybe have a full glass, calm you down, uh-huh. right? And then your daddy is like, okay, well, you've had mommy's milk. Have you ever had daddy's milk? Okay, where is this going? Continue. Milk for teens. Oh, it's milk for teens. Not your dad's milk in a hard hose. It's fed you in a hard hose? Yeah, your dad didn't do that. No, but that might have been part of the cult that you oh, were talking about. Oh, guys, like 6 o'clock, like, Dad, oh, come inside. Dad wants to feed you milk from like, a hard hose. Like, would you hose. ring a bell or anything like that? Like, ding, 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 ding. Well, yeah, you'd be wearing a bell. It was, you oh. had the, the, the really bad septum piercing, that, and there'd be a little bell on there. And that's how your dad could keep... <laughs> Keep track of you. Oh, was yeah. from the deviated septum? From the deviated uh, bell? Little, little septum, right. Uh-huh. And yeah. you had a little bell on there. Yeah. And if you wanted, you know, and the dad would be like, oh, come inside. It's time to drink milk from a hard hose. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody grows up differently. <laughs> yeah. So how is this not? This is a Midwest experience. I mean, you're. Uh, Kansas City, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of what it was like, I guess. Okay. So what would your dad do with you? Oh, okay. Well, he had something that was called, like, getting older milk. Getting older milk? Mm-hmm. What's that? Okay, well, rather than, like, a guy skateboarding over, like, a bunch of, like, different sodas and stuff, it's just other kinds of, like, adult drinks. It's, like, coffee. It's, like, wine. It's, like, cigarettes. It's, like, it just says the word faith on it. Um, one of the drinks is just faith it's just because it, yeah but but it's also like when you open it's like because you gotta have faith it's like a george michael thing right. that happens and basically it's like an old man who is on not a skateboard but more of a walker and he's slowly and it's just it's not even the milk doesn't even clear the other drinks it's just it's a mess it's, it's older milk. it's thicker it's older it's, it's much oh it's chunky yeah it's real chunky have you read chunky milk no, but I re- I think I remember the commercial. Do you remember the commercial? I think I remember the milk? commercial. What was yeah. the older commercial? Well, I'll tell you something about it. I'll tell you something about it. Go grab some milk. Slide it down her throat like silk. You're getting older every day. A real contemplation of mortality in mm-hmm. the jingle. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember they had the pull the commercial. Oh, it, it, it affected a couple different ethnic groups at one point. Yeah. What was the thing that happened in 2010? They had to pull the commercial because one of the commercials went a little too far. Uh-huh. 
I can't, I can't remember what that commercial was. It was something like, it started off with, me Chinese, and then they oh, cut it. Yeah. It said me they Chinese. It immediately. Yeah. They bought Super Bowl time. Uh, dude, I remember seeing it as a kid when I was like, I felt like a kid at heart at that, yeah. at that year when it came out, even though it was in the 2000s, you know. Yeah. And uh, they said, you know, me Chinese, and I thought that it was going to be like the, it was going to go into the me play joke, that whole old thing. Me go, yeah, pee pee, pee, pee in your coke. Yeah. But it was, it just cut. It went out like like the Janet Jackson thing. Like I think that the was the, f- the first time I saw Emma Stone uh, on screen because mm. she was in that commercial. She was playing the Chinese guy. Yep. Um, Which was an interesting choice for casting, to say the least. Yeah. Well, uh, this is what got her the job on Aloha. Mm. They saw that. And they're like, she can handle it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the first time I was like, who is this? Yeah. Because it was a great, the eye makeup they put on, the, the like, whatever they were doing with the eyes, it went past her hairline. Like, they went. She looked fast. She looked very fast. Yeah. 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 That was really upsetting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't, I, that was like a clear shift. A lot of people are like, oh, 9-11 as a kid, 9-11 and after. For me, it was that commercial that was like oh i'm an adult now yeah it was kind of like where were you the day that that commercial aired i think a lot of us a lot of us that if you're 42 like jeremiah and i (laughs) about to be 43 next week 44 sorry oh really yeah wow you were lying about your age for years hollywood irish twins (laughs) yeah yeah and maybe he got called on it really bad. So Joe Rogan recreated the Carlos Mencia moment where he called out Carlos Mencia. Mm-hmm. And he came up on stage. This is the original room. And back then, this is, this is 2009. You got to remember. Right. Like, this place was not what it is today. Things were different. And this, this actually got edited out of the Showtime documentary about the comedy store. Actually, all of this was actually edited out of the Showtime documentary. Yeah. So the, we just thought we'd release this now. So when we go back into everything, just know that this was part of the Showtime Basically, just you could cut out this and put it directly in the Showtime documentary and everything would still make sense, I think. Yeah. So Avery was on the keys. Avery, Avery. brought you up. Yeah. And uh, you started talking about, oh, my God, things are so crazy when you're 24. Mm-hmm. When you're 24, they say that, like, no one likes you when you're 23. They never make a song about 24. I did have a lot of Blink-182 material at that time. A lot of things. A lot of it. You're like, uh, so let's talk about uh, sex, but enough about all the small things. And... Joe was backstage, and Joe, I mean, backstage, he's in the hallway, and this is when Joe had a thick, he wasn't bald, he was like, this is 2009, so he had a thick perm, right, and he gets up on stage, and he, before he even hits the mic, he's already calling you bitch, bitch, you're a bitch. And that was like this joke that we had going for a long time. Yeah, but then he got really uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. because Avery tosses him a mic. Yep. Which, who knew Avery had a mic back then? I didn't even know he had one in the corner playing piano. (sighs) Insane. So then he gets up and he goes, I know you're not 24. I know it, bitch. He, he ruined me that day for my age. Yeah. Yeah. And so you were wearing those zip-off cargo shorts that were very popular in 2009. Still khaki. Yeah, still khaki. Light color. Mm-hmm. You know, this was like an orange mixed with a tan. Oh, yeah. Where if you saw it, you'd think you'd have, you're having a stroke. Also, if you washed it at the wrong time, it might turn into one color or the other. <laughs> you don't, basically, you don't want to get any heat on these pants. <laughs> no. Even while you're wearing it, it looks like the predator vision. Yes. Where, like, the hottest zone. <laughs> 
<laughs> would be a different color. Yeah. Right around that sack. Very thermal looking. Most people did not did not remember you, but could not quote a single joke of yours because no. they were just looking at these pants. They were visually in awe of my pants. A mix of like fish skin and predator vision. There's so much happening. Yeah. So many patterns. Which I got as a note later from Mitzi to that like to maybe she shouldn't much. have advised me. Yeah. She because those were the only reason I was wearing them is because Mitzi told me to. A lot of people don't know that that that's how Q started. So people think it's eight chan. Well, a lot of people were finding maps on. Jeremiah, which was what you were going by at the time. Right. Uh, Everybody has pants. stage names. And you were Moses the Conqueror Storm. Moses the Conqueror Storm. Honk, honk was my catchphrase. Yeah. 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 And, and you ever you, notice ladies? You ever notice ladies? Honk, honk. That was my favorite joke you told. Oh, yeah. Do you ever notice ladies? Honk, honk. Too, because of breasts. <laughs> every time you say it, it just it brings me. And I don't think I was, I was. I was doing a voice for sure. Yeah. Yo, you ever notice these ladies? Every time they're in the club, they got a big old gulp. Fingers made of beef jerky. Thin ass fingers, they go womp, womp. Onk, onk. Fellas, you know what I'm talking about. Well, you know I'm being pulled off the stage. <sighs> I just posted one of those clips on Instagram today. Did you really? Yeah. The I bet it was the, footy, the footage was all grainy, I bet. It was from it's, so long ago. It's really, yeah, it's really blown out. Um, the insights are not doing well. You ever click down to insights, see how your post is doing? Yeah. It's not great. Um, yeah, I tried to up, upload a, a flip camcorder oh, really? clip uh and it was all all blown out i'm taping a special on all flip on cameras flips? yeah really well i love it, the urgency of a flip camera if anyone doesn't remember them the battery lasted about m- maybe 90 seconds uh-huh you'd immediately turn it on and right. the whole it was all built around that a usb charging thing flipped out of the body flipped out the pop pop flip? of it they flipped out the pop of it you think it's like oh flip i could be able to see myself on a screen right, while like, i'm turn recording it around. yeah no it's that the USB flips and charges because guess what? It needs to constantly charge. Yeah, because the batteries would drain instantly. <laughs> and the camera itself, it doesn't really know true HD. It knows um, black and extremely white. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if you were white fellas like Moses and I and you were performing on a stage where there was lights hitting you, just imagine every ghost doing stand-up comedy ever. Every ghost, and you would send these into things you thought were oh, going to be shows. Oh, you were going to get booked. For Last sure comic standing tape. wants you. <laughs> flip, flip cam. <laughs> send them the flip cam because the audio is barely there. keeps It keeps you wanting more. Yeah, it's it, more curiosity of like, what am I listening? Or is that even audio? Does he do stand up? Is this a hate speech? Is this a performance piece, or is this more of a debate? I remember having the flip cam and being so proud that it could kind of fit in your pocket. You'd for sure see it. It was not like you're going to tear your jeans for sure or your zip off cargo shorts. But it's not an easy fit. It is not even close to the quality of an iPhone. I was the guy who would bring like those grip tripods with me and I would try to bend it around like a, a pole while the flip cam was just like hanging out on the side of it and it and it was it always the angle always ended up slowly drifting as <laughs> as the show went on so it was like well, sideways by the end well Dutch angle uh-huh if you're if you're doing a set at the complex on Santa Monica you got to get a good set tape you know you got to hear the four people in the room going ha 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 so important and these are all the scenes that 
this is actually ex- the extended cut of the Showtime documentary. So just keep that in mind. We have to keep reminding you because it feels so different because we just saw the cut and it doesn't seem like this fits at all. But yeah. everything we're saying was in the Showtime documentary. And verbatim is probably true. As early as August 26th when yep. we saw a cut. It was a screener. And they're like, hey, we're going to do like a virtual read. Whatever. Do you Have you watched your first tape out? That you sent. I watched it and... Oh, that I sent around. Yeah, the first Maybe. thing that... Because I think the first tape is like, obviously, that's going to be shit. But the first tape that you were like, okay, there's some... I'm working with here. something here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think I've reviewed some of them and uh, they're pretty rough. I had... Honestly, the hardest thing for me is I recommended... I never recommend people. And I recommended a buddy who was going to be in the same city as me, like it was going to line up and I was like, Oh, to maybe I'll try to get him. A, no, I was just going to try to give him a guest spot. Okay. Cause I was, uh, this was before I was headlining or anything. So this was quite a while ago. So yeah. I'm like hosting or featuring. So I'm like, maybe I can get him a guest uh-huh. spot. And I sent my friend's tape. I was trying to do him a favor. And, uh, the booker just goes, this guy is way too green. That's all he wrote back. And I was just like, that hurt me more than like me getting shut down because I was like, someone you had signed off on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the disconnect is where people had such shitty tapes. Um, They're real bad. They're real real bad. At Conan on, on other various things. So I get like a sneak peek at everyone's sets that they send in. Sure. Because his his inbox is just flooded with them. He's not like releasing these. I'm like when he goes out of the room, I'm purposely watching them and <laughs> furiously masturbating to them because of I've accomplished this thing. But the quality is so low. On most of them, I'm sure. For something that's like, hey, get me on TV. Right. No work was mm-hmm. it would look like like it looks like everyone put Vaseline on on the lens on the lens and they put it as far as possible. They like knocked on the door of the next venue and they're like, hey, uh, you know, you're a pizza restaurant across the way. We're a comedy club. Can we put the flip camera? They put a GoPro on the waitress. That's just like like strings <laughs> and doing, stuff going around doing business. Yeah. Yeah, that it's it's like, what, what did you expect? Mm-hmm. How are you? This is unwatchable. Yeah. And I feel like you really feel it now because because of the lockdown, every comedian now has been forced to become a YouTube comedian. Yeah. Who was a comedian that was looked down upon more than a guitar comic. Uh, but now every, every comedian is like, I'm a purist. I don't do this fucking YouTube shit. I just fucking do my sets, eight sets a night for four people each show in Jersey. And then I go to New York, go to the city. I get a fucking slice. I get back. I fucking write and I fucking hate myself. Because if construction workers can work, I can do eight sets. And I fucking get up there, fucking scream, and I fucking do my shit. Those guys are now YouTubers. Yeah. They're going up. And hey, guys, they put on what they think a personality is. They're doing their own editing, their own graphics. No shade to anyone that's trying, but it's funny because they spent so many years talking shit about YouTube comedians. Yep. Or even people adjacent that just do things online like Trevor Wallace or whatever. Sure. People would talk shit about him. And it's like, it's coming. The big old reckoning for you. I know. Now you have to adapt. Move this mic just 
angle it, I'm I'm wondering you if that's covering up half of your eye. Do you know what I mean? Oh, because you want you see the, the arm? video. This is one of these video. This is one of these video podcasts. This is one of the podcasts you have to do your makeup for. Yep. In it. We're we were both in. I want to talk to you about this. We we're both in in movies. Yeah, that had to were, do with social media. You were in a horror movie around uh-huh. the same time. Right around the same time as you. A lot of parallels. Very religious. We should touch back on what religion you were in. Yep. Um, but moved out here relatively the same time. I moved out here in '09. What about you? Late '09, basically 2010. I was yeah. July of '09. Okay. Yeah. Um, would see you at a lot of the same shows. We took different paths. Yeah. We're like, uh, it's, it's interesting. Like yeah. it was, it was like we started around the same mics and stuff like that. And then we just went kind of different routes with all within the LA bubble, which is weird that there are even that right. drastic of scenes. Right. But there really are. There really are. But it was a very clear, like I keep looking at the stuff you're doing and I will imagine myself like, oh, this is the alternate life I sure. could have if I would have taken this route. Sure. Um, yeah. So then you were in a, it was like a horror movie uh-huh. slash something around social media called... I lived. I lived. Now the I is lowercase. Yeah, it's like the name idea. of like an app. It's yeah. Like I, you know, iPhone, I this, I that, I lived, I dash lived. Do you remember the trailer for I lived? Of course I do. What's the, the trailer? All the comments said you gave away way too much. <laughs> <laughs> In a world. In a world. In a world. Is that how deep they go? In a world. In a world, they go much lower. It would be in a world where social media is the media of the masses. Comes I lived, where the main guy dies at the end, but not before 85 minutes of him going around. Oh no, oh my god, I'm so scared. Maybe go a little pee we see breasts at the 14 minute mark unrelated to the plot but just gotta get it in there cause teen drama there is a black guy in the movie but we forgot to not edit him out so he is there but it's weird that he has no lines around the 37 mark you know things are going a little weird they're like oh they're not showing the monster because they don't have the budget or they're trying to build suspense and then around 44 minutes you know that the monster is no money was put into that it's about 42 dollars in a neutral grain valley bar this movie was made for coming this july 8th you could illegally download it immediately it wouldn't be a problem jeremiah will post the link all right okay bye pretty close oh wow i think i, that, I don't think i've seen that trailer in a while yeah that's it's been a minute um, which was weird. <laughs> gave too much away. Yeah, that that was that's what was funny is like there's multiple comments. It's like, why did you just spell out this? Which that's what a lot of trailers do is is they give too, too much, much away. Which there's I like the old trailers from like even from like the 80s and 90s where you would watch they would sometimes like err on the side of going way too long and giving too much or you'd watch some of those really old ones where you're like i have no idea what this movie is it, it was like a short trailer like right. like it would just be like passion like random yeah. like words and then and then it's just like the title card comes up it's like serenity like that's the right. name of it. it's like what 
this is a Robin Williams film? I've never seen this. Happening? With yeah. Robert De Niro? Like, what is, what is going on here? Right. Or there will be the inverse thing where it is the too over explanation. Do you like a, a trailer with, with a lot of info or just tell you nothing? I would much rather prefer the nothing because sometimes I'll not look Not even up watch a trailer. Yeah. yeah. Because if I go in blind to something and then... 30 minutes or so and i can usually tell like oh this is going to be a good movie or it usually doesn't even take that long you can figure it out pretty quick yeah. like oh this isn't moving at all yeah <laughs> that's a, oh, oh god oh, this yeah. isn't moving this at isn't all. moving at my pace my adult milk pace yeah um the worst movie i've ever seen was a movie called inception just because i did too much research on it I watched featurettes. I heard you all tried the to hype. crack the code. I heard all the hype. I listened to it all, and people were like, "Oh my god!" I think it was also what twenty one when the movie came out. Fucking the most mind blowing jizz fest you've ever had of every dipshit friend that's like the like they haven't read the Power of Now and they've only been high once. Thought this was the most mind blowing thing. So going in, I was like, "Holy shit! Here we go." And I'm like, what the fuck? So the road's all bendy, and that's it? They're asleep during a car accident? That's it? Worst movie I've ever seen. Because of hype. The trailer for Unfriended, what was that like? Because you, it just went to Netflix, I just saw you post. Yeah. Which, and you said it's like trending on Netflix now. It is trending. It was at the top ten. Uh, there you go. Saturday was You yesterday. never know, Moses. You never know. Are you getting tweets yet and stuff? Oh, yeah. Uh, from just tweens. It just doesn't cries, matter, though. You know? Doesn't matter. The, this was a movie. <laughs> that's, that's a pair of eyeballs, dude. That's a view, dude. I lived was probably had a bigger budget than we had. This was not only made for no money... <laughs> you you paid to do this. I remember you got you paid. Uh, I did pay to do this. I mean, there was really no money. We, they gave us a bunch of points on the back end, which is a term in the industry for we have no money. Can, will you get points from this Netflix have, deal? That's but what's been paying my rent for the past now five years Woo! is that they gave me points because they're like, yeah, no fucking way is this movie coming out. It's all shot on fucking GoPros and it's an experimental idea. During the process of the movie, it was a fucking mess. Um, I, we're so close to the, the cast because of, it was a mess that we're all just venting. You're to each bonded other. together, like yeah. The script, the original script, was really bad, um, and then eventually the writer was like, "Yeah, I know. I just got a, I just got a draft down, but just feel free to insert yourselves into it." And then that ended up being great. And then really a shit ton of editing went into it, and then reshoots, and then Jason Blum saw it, and then. Uh, bought it and then me and the main girl uh, Shelly Henning uh, reshot a lot of our stuff to make it into somewhat of a plot but there was a shit you not there was a real thing there was we would go to the production office to shoot like voiceover and like pickup scenes and there would be a suggestion box for endings because the movie made no sense there would be an actual suggestion box that anyone could put things in it was in this office. That was or, with the screener, like at the screener, or is this? This is like this. No, this is uh, this is just in the production office of like, gotcha. listen, if you refill the coffee pods, and- you have ideas. We gotta finish this somehow. Because the major question is like, if the, if someone's attacking you on your computer, why not just close the laptop? Just right. leave. Right. So that was the major problem. So in no way did I ever think this movie was gonna come out, and let alone be 
the only thing that's been paying my rent for the past five years. You never know. Yeah. Wow. Because, I mean, when, a lot what of... What year did you shoot this? Uh, 2014. Gotcha. Came out 2015. Gotcha. In theaters. Which wow, I was like, is, holy shit. That I is right like around the same time. Mine was, I think, 2013, maybe, was when we shot it, and it came out in 2015. Yeah, this is what I mean of, like, yeah. all the, the parallels yeah. of our lives, where I've constantly looked at you, I'm like, oh, yeah, religious upbringing, this is around the same age. We're both in our 48s. Yep. Uh, this is, you know, this is, <laughs> this is an alternate path. It's, it's weird because we don't talk a lot, but you are someone that has a corner of my eye, but keeping an eye on like subconsciously almost to be Same like, to you. yeah, the other route. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then nothing no, one's bad. No one's good. It's just like, yeah. oh yeah, maybe I should spend more time at the store. Maybe I should start a podcast. I mean, that's, that's the same inverse as like when, like with the stand up scene and stuff like that, like you are very ingrained and loved like on in like the east side quote unquote of yes. the scene where you know i think we both feel and i've i've had a couple friends on where i try to have people on the podcast that are not in that comedy store like little bubble, you know what i mean yeah. yeah so i would feel like and i'm sure you feel inverse the same way like when i would go to the east side i'm friends with everybody over there but it's this weird thing where after I'm there for a little while, I feel like there's kind of like the, did you need anything else, bud? That yeah. kind of That kind of energy. like Not the second hang. You're not going to the second right. location. Exactly. Like, all right, well, I see what you're doing. Like, kind of like, I see you're, you're trying to put in your FaceTime over here. That's cool, man. Yeah. Like, they're, everybody's super Thanks nice. For doing it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. They'll never say you're funny. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, Thanks for doing it. Yeah. I don't respect you. Cool. Thanks for driving all the way out of here. Absolutely. Yeah, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, club piece of shit. Yeah. And then inversely, I'll go to the store sometimes, and I kind of get that. And yeah. I mean, friends with enough people are like, I'm fine here, but I never, one, don't thrive in that bro-y type of uh, vibe where people are, you got to fucking prove yourself, you queer. If you're not queer, you got to prove yourself. I think also, though, when we first moved out here i think i overrode past where that energy was i think it, it was you it used to be way worse it used yeah. to be exactly when, that when you and i were both going when we start out there story, it, it was, was that a hundred percent where it was like tommy oh oh and and you know and just the potluck and stuff like that people were freaking mean i remember like a, a host like yelling at ryan o'flanagan and and just like being like oh you're a Dane Cook wannabe, like random stuff. Where I'm like, why are you? He just had a good set. Why, are, like mean shit? They like flicked just the for light no, at you. just for no yeah. reason. Like where he meant that as an insult, even though I I actually like Dane a lot, um, but that guy was meaning that as like an insult. Like, oh, you're trying to, you, oh you yeah, know. oh yeah, fuck you. Try to com try to complete what Dane Cook has done before you talk shit. Right. Try not doing any jokes about Karen because the Karen joke. Guess what? That's off Dane Cook's album. Yep. Everyone has a friend in their office that they hate. Karen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So try to do that. Yeah. Oh, he sucks. Yeah. Well, that's called getting older. You know, he's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people are funnier assholes. Um, yeah, but it was very mean there, and you had to spend a lot of time to get a little bit. And I had enough other things going on that I was like, yeah, I don't feel, one, comfortable in this, and I don't want to just put in the time. 
But I do often think back, like, what if I did? You know, it's the number one. Well, before this year, it was the number one club. And it's, you can't help. But, like, I could have taken the Yeremiah way. Well, I mean, this is the same to you on, on the inverse side of things. I look at, you know, you have a great relationship with, like, the Team Coco people. And you do yeah. shows and stuff with them. Those guys, like, like, and I know JP and, and, uh, I, I like what he does, and I think he likes what I do to a point. Uh, but it's one of those things where I don't... They don't, like... JP and those guys don't necessarily... That's not, I don't think, the sense of humor or the style that they gravitate towards. Like, going to the comedy store and stuff like that. Like, they just... I would see them occasionally, like, the improv and stuff like that. But it's... Do you know what yeah. I mean? There's a different, like... The store's a little bit there's more a different grit. Taste. It's more a little more, like, things that, yeah, you could be canceled for. It's... right. It's a little bit more fun versus if you go to clubs like the Improv or you go to the East Side stuff, it's all like, this social issue, here's my take on it, and phones are like your girlfriend. I wish my phone was my girl. That was like a lot of, it was like, okay, so that's what it takes to get in there? I'll do that. Cool. Um, And then I've also rode the other side of like acting stuff of like, yeah, I don't want to do stand-up. I really appreciate it now. Yeah. Um, But I don't want to do that forever. Just do stand up. Yeah. I mean, there's guys like Steve Martin that I really admire who just retired on top. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. But, yeah. But it's also just like, I like the quality of life of acting, of well, doing it's, a movie. It's, it's better. It's way better. It's, it's, it's better than like, stand up. And I, the, and the, it, <laughs> had not done stand up in six months and then yeah. just did the Addison Improv, headlined that club, and then flew directly to upstate New York to shoot a movie. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is it. <laughs> After getting that greatest serotonin hit of a room full of people, which, by the way, should not be full. It's fucking COVID times, but it's Texas. It never happened Did there. Did anybody come out from Unfriended? Uh, people still come out. Oh, you would be surprised. It's a joke question, but people still come out. Actually, uh, it was a lot worse in, in 2015, where it was just like people that saw that. Like, this is, we just thought you would not be able to pull it off. So we came out to see. I'm a, <laughs> that's like, the worst kind of just, audience member. We had no we were, idea. We were excited <laughs> to watch you fail. So, um, but we brought friends and we like got tickets and stuff. Nothing was funny about what you did in that movie. So we're like, what is you, that? This guy's a comedian. I can't believe you talked the whole time. Yeah, so it is. I still get people from that. They're like, huh, not what we expected. I'm like, yeah, it's because different things. Yeah, yeah. But Dude, that's how people it, I I hug people if they ever come up to me and they're like, I saw I lived. I'm like, fuck yeah. You did? Fuck yeah. Do you have you voodoo did? video? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Pirate Bay? Yep. Do you have a proxy for Pirate Bay? I'll uh, give you a private IP address so you can watch this. <laughs> absolutely. Because it's just a battle to get people to watch things. But um, yeah, I mean, so yeah, people still come up from that. But it is like acting is just so fun. You're so much rewarded. There's no energy of like, do your best, make me laugh. Because everyone's working towards the same goal. Well, also, you have the, the luxury of, like, if you freaking mess up, you don't have to self-address, then self-correct and try to dig yourself out. You're just like, hey, can I just take that again? Absolutely. Yeah. And, well, I wasn't bad. The movie was bad. Yeah. I did a bad movie. I didn't bomb a show. You never bomb a movie. You're just like, hey, it wasn't good. They, the material wasn't good. There's right. so many excuses. You're in that Sandler film, too, though. Uh, right? Yeah. 
Absolutely. That oh, was a shit ton of fun. I enjoyed doing that. Uh, what's it called? They like changed a white the title. Kind of yes. Yeah. Yes. Try Did they change the title? Yeah. It was called like, Who Do You Think Would Win? I don't know what it's called now, but it might be called Father of the Year now on Netflix. Yeah. It's with Sandler and uh, Andy Samberg, right? Yeah. So this is the movie that everyone was, they, they gave uh, Sandler like f- four movies at Netflix. And everyone was like, these yes. are going to be dog shit. <laughs> and he wrote them so he could get the money. So they're all written, like, if you've ever met Sandler, he's one uh, huge flex, but... <laughs> yeah, dude, I gotta call you out on that. You have to. If you've ever met Sandman. If you've ever met Sandman. Real quick, so, um, if you ever met uh, Adam Sandler... Um, if you ever find yourself incredibly privileged... If you ever find yourself in a car with Adam Sandler, uh, this is how it goes down. Private canoe with hobby Halloween. Mm-hmm. You find yourself across. It happens to all of us. You'll get there one day. Me and Sandan, the man, are are exchanging SNL stories. You know, he's talking about how he was there. I was talking about how I never submitted for the show, uh, you know, because I'm afraid of being let down because that would be a thing in my thing. And then he's like, do a character. And he's like, that's too funny. I'm, you're going to you're going to make me bust my appendix. Have you have you really not submitted for that show? I've never submitted to the show. Have you wanted to? No. Oh, well, it's go. the same energy of like, I know I wouldn't thrive there. Gotcha. In that I've had all my friends i've had several friends I mean, be on the show good buddy storm and red red storm or storm yeah. red was the show that you guys were doing for a while i i legally made made him change his name to storm red mm-hmm. um even though his name is chris red him he and chris red used to have this uh this duo stand-up show where you guys would yeah. host it and uh yeah so. and then still do stuff we've been doing stuff in lockdown together i've been seeing that yeah yeah some team coco stuff i I have to say, so, so I got invited to one of the events that you hosted, which was oh, very no. funny just for me to get that email because my manager is the like, HBO thing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So my manager emailed me. They're like, he goes, do you, they're like, they're sending you an invite to this. Do you want to go? I go, I'm just going to be honest. It would be so weird if I showed up in the zoom and my friends, Chris and Moses are hosting. They're like, what is, what the, why is Jeremiah watching this right now? Jeremiah, are you on? Right, because no, if we saw you, we'd think you're on. I got a free pass. <laughs> right. And your manager, like, we think this would be really good for your career to be a little grainy <laughs> he, corner. He responded back right away. He's like, yeah, I get that. <laughs> yeah, it is so weird it to would just be, be watching. Yeah. If you're a comedian, like I, I, years ago at the Laugh Factory, I got invited there uh, before I got to know uh, Kevin Nealon better. He just invited me. He's like, yeah, if you want to come to, if you just want to watch the show, like I was like working at Starbucks at the time. That's how I originally met Nealon years ago. Okay. And he's like, you can Is come to my- Is Tony Hinchcliffe Starbucks? No, this one was on La Cienega. I think uh, Tony worked on Sunset right by the store. Okay. Uh, but Nealon was in there with his wife. Uh, he and his wife invited me. He's like, yeah, you can bring you and your girlfriend or whatever. I was like, cool. I go to the show because I'm just a fan of Kevin Nealon at the time. Before I had crossed that comedian, more like knowing someone. We know you as a comedian. Yeah. yeah, you could sit over here, dude. But the comics on the lineup that night knew me as Jeremiah the comic. So Ari Shafir was on stage, and he like I go to the bathroom. And he's like, he goes, "Dude, what? What were you doing in the audience? Uh-huh. That was really weird, dude. Why? I mean, why would you? You're a comic. Why are you sitting in the audience?" And he like called me out. I'm like, uh, I'm like, uh, Kevin invited me. He's like, it's just weird, man. Don't do that. Just don't, just don't. Do He's like, even if somebody invites Pretty you to great. the show, just, all right, yeah. uh, just don't do it. Yeah. I was like, all right. <laughs> and which is true because early on, I was just so excited to be invited to something. Like, you it know what I mean? Weird. It's a weird energy of a comic who knows how it's done. It's like being an ex at a wedding. 
totally right it's like oh you've seen my dick you we've done that thing together right you know how the what's behind the curtain and why are you here? Because you know my tricks. What if you pull back that curtain and it was just a dick? It was just Ari's dick. <laughs> it was just it was Ari's like, dick. It's not like we haven't it's seen like, it before. It's like, oh, okay. Like, oh, oh. He, he drew Kobe's face on his dick. Oh, that's well, that's what a, a choice. Come back. That's a choice. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, it's very weird to have a comic in yeah. the crowd. And do you hate when you see people you know in the crowd? This is, mind you, when stand-up was still an art form and not just something adults did on Zoom to embarrass themselves. So, uh, I have a special that's coming out that, like, is is indie shot, That, uh, but I, I did it with uh, Comedy Dynamics, where, like, I shot myself uh, with my buddy Gage Tiarino, who he produces this podcast, and that's kind of the premise behind... This special is it's my first one hour special and I shot it back in Kansas City. And when I walked out on stage, they sat my family, my mom and her new husband on the left hand side and my dad and his new wife on the other side of the stage. And my brother and, and his wife are in the middle. I'm literally surrounded by family and they're right in my eye lines the entire show. And it was because that front row is lit. Oh yeah, especially for a special, they are studio lit, dude. It it was just they're so like, it was just a bad thing where it's like it, that became the topic. Like I riffed Did on they it ask throughout. For it? The... Did your parents be like, "Where his family? We need to sit in the front." No, I I just I think that it's one of those things where I just had the bad luck of like the waitress was like, "You should sit here, and you should happen to sit right over here." Like they wanted to sit. I think I told them, "I'm like, please don't all sit together." I said that first oh, so good. they separated them, them so you never know where they are right on the other side of the <laughs> stage so that's um so now you have nowhere to look because usually i would just favor one side of yeah like, oh okay they're there i'm just gonna play it here so and then they were were also because it's in kansas city there were some high school people that showed up that i hadn't seen in years so i'm surrounded by family and strangers and slash friends acquaintances from my past so that became part of the theme of the special. It's called Family Reunion, and it's something that happened organically. Not planned. That was not, not planned. planned. That was not planned. And then you just had to I roll just rolled your with feet. it. Uh, did you do two shows? I did a weekend of shows. So I had the opportunity to uh, to do uh, some different material or, or some different moments like within the show. So but the, that, they come to every from the main single show. one? No, they, the, the, the main extent of the special is pulled from one show. Okay, so yeah. that, and that's the one that the family and the high school friends are at. Mm-hmm. That are, but all but all the shows over the weekend had other family or friends from the past that were just in there. That's so what I'm like, like a I would never energy. do my special in my hometown. It, I just, I'll tell you what, it was, it was super uncomfortable for me, but it made it really fun for the audience because I'm a very expressive person, and I, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Jeremiah. Yo, Jeremiah! Watkins! Still gonna pee your pants, huh? Jeremiah! Hey, you were never funny. Let's do your best. I'm proud of you, though. I love the bearing the compliment. I know. The, Luckily, like, it wasn't that like that, but like, there's a lot of that where it's like, dude, I didn't think that you'd ever do anything, but you're doing pretty good. That's cool, man. I'm proud of you. It's like, wait, what was the first whole yeah. section of that? that you Jeremiah, was- we always thought you were queer. Didn't know you were funny, man. Fuck, man. You're so good. You made my girl laugh. Not for me, but like fucking shit, man. But for chick humor, dude, you're pretty good. Fucking chicks, man. Probably all the time you spend with the ladies, man. You never know with that. What's that? You're taping a special right now? Oh, sick, dude. What's this going to be on? Yeah? 
Oh, I've been interrupting the show? No, it's Jerry. I know that guy. Who, who gives a shit? Jeremy. It's, Jeremy, it's how like, much money you make a year? It's actually Jeremiah. Jeremy. It's, it's Jeremiah, actually. Jeremy Watterson. It's Jeremiah Watkins. Your man, name. I went to school with this guy for eight. What do you mean? Why does this guy have a mic now? Why? Wait, did, man, I'm not a spy. Why did they come out and give this guy a mic? I'm not a Russian spy. This is my backstory. Why did they give him reverb on his mic? It's I knew way this louder guy. than mine. I knew this guy back in high school. I'm it was right to... in my packet. I am not a Russian spy. What? What's that? Are oh, you going to really throw a dart at me? It's Jeremiah Water Water. Okay, it's Jeremiah Watkins. Jeremiah Water Water. Remember your Heelys, you bitch? Remember you had Heelys and everyone thought you wore high heels for eight years? Remember that? You know, high school is eight years? Water, water boy. Click, click, click down yeah. there. Because yeah. the teacher wouldn't let you roll, so you're you had in, to wear the high heels. Yes, you were in high school for eight years. We all know that. Hell yeah. I hate Russia, America. Because 100% a spy. He's definitely a spy. Let's get into this next section. It's called yeah. Wig. Oh. Wig. There's a box of wigs between Moses and I. We're going to choose some wigs for each other and we're going to find out who these people are together okay welcome to wigs um don't be thrown but like i'm going through a really hard time right now i just had like every family member die but let's yes absolutely get into this wig segment but just just if anyone knows anything's off it's because you know it's because of all the death a lot of death in my family yeah it's going um and i find out maybe moments before i came here and you were like uh hey do you want to just Call power it. I mean, through? you should go home. And... No, I asked you to power through. I was being nice when, when I said, like, do you want to go home? But, like, that, like I, did. I was going to judge you pretty hard. I was like, looking at Delta you... flights for Red Eye tonight, and then you grabbed the back of my neck, and you picked me up like a cat, mm -hmm. which, you know. It's very just easy to do, by the way. Go, He's very light. go limp. Yeah, I have such hollow bones. It's. I think I should not be eating this teen milk. You are, know? You, are you still on that teen milk? Oh, you know. Teen milk. Wait. Wait, 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 it's teen milk, I lost my dad in a car accident, I was driving, but he was steering, I was on Papa's lap, when I veered into I'm True really, story. I'm really excited that Jimmy World is covering that new Teen Milk. I know. I, I like how the song really has no chorus. It just keeps to. It just kind of keeps saying Teen Milk a lot, but that's, yeah, I mean, you know, but it's cat. It's catchy. It kind of makes you want to do it. Okay, so in this segment, wigs, we we pull wigs, wigs. for each other, yep. and we're yep. basically trying to throw each other off with these impressions and or uh, characters. So, yeah, we try to figure out who we, each other are. So once we put stuff on, we I'll can... let you pick first. Okay, I'll pick for you. Okay, since you know what's, what's going on in wigs. I think I'm going to give you this combo. The apocalypse. 
Okay. Okay. Mm. Um, so, let's, um... Yeah. So, where do you think we are? Um... Really? Travis? Really? Travis and I... Travis is my little brother, and... <sighs> Travis, well, listen. Like, he wasn't always my little brother, but then, you know... Something happened with my mom, and my mom kind of took Travis in, and basically, Travis is, um, sort of a bad kid, you know? But, I don't know. It's kind of fun for me. So, does that mean I'm adopted? <laughs> I'm really adopted, so I'm just like... Regina, tell me, am I adopted? <laughs> I guess it's like adoption, but, like, it's the first time where at the adoption, they were just, they were closing the adoption center, so they had to send you away just because the building was closing not because like our family really wanted you know but if my dad wanted to build that chain of massage parlors slash buffet restaurants which are doing incredibly well during the covid crisis he needed to buy out the adoption center so that's where we got you yeah is it true that the adoption center was condemned yeah, I had, like, toxic mold, and they were running, like, I don't know, something called, like, Epstein's filter through, I don't know, I don't, I don't pay attention to any of that shit. Oh. Yeah, it was, like, dark shit. It was, like, creeped me out. But anyway, you came into our life, and they're like, this, this baby's been here for upwards of 23 years, and we're like, what? Math doesn't make any sense. He's supposed to be eight. Anyway, so we think you might be like like a little old boy man. I'm not eight. I I mean, honestly, Travis, it's weird. There's photos of you crying in front of a blown up challenger. Was I not supposed to say that? I just I've just been told that I that I'm like eight years old, but my frame says otherwise. Like I I saw the movie Jack and mm -hmm. I wondered if I had that. But then you're telling me that I'm actually like one well, my in my forties. Well, Travis, like honestly, like look down. Like I'm not gonna be this person, but honestly, you're you have a thicket of pubic hair. Like a, a what? A thicket. What's a thicket? It's thicker than a bush, and it's not as tall as a tree. It's a thicket. It's so, basically like a rat king, like but this, instead of rat tails, it's hair. So it's like the size of a picket fence. Is that what they call it? A thicket. <laughs> I guess, Travis, but honestly, there's insane photos of you like you're on the grassy knoll. How old am I, Regina? I don't know. Can you it just tell me how old me I am? Out. Can I you show me know. another? I know we're going through family photos right now. What's this next page over here? Okay, well, this is me and my dad. When my dad gave me my first tattoo. Okay. It's. it's Wait, how old are you, Regina? <sighs> I was told that you're 13, but you don't look 13. I am 13, and honestly, I, like, party like I'm 21, and I think what's aging me so fast is that I keep getting COVID. Like... How many times you got it? I wanted it 16 times, and, like, some of them are not even my fault. The first one, I... Okay, so I was partying in the Ozogs, right? And that fucking video blew up, and, like, whatever, right? We're all partying in the Ozogs. It happens, right? Not... I, I went home. I contested, I didn't write, no COVID. I go to my fucking mom's house. My mom's house. Uh-huh. 
Rabbits, do not wind yourself up. Why not? I'm getting low energy. So you, if you keep winding up. that up, you get yourself super oh, erect. And you are the level of uncircumcised mm. where there's so much skin that just like it looks like like a tent. One time I got caught in the propeller or so much. You're so weird, Regina. Worst you're so older weird. little brother. Ever. You're the weirdest younger big sister okay, I've so ever then had. Anyway, I'm at mom's house, right? Or uh, Linda, as you know her, and uh, like I sit on her toilet seat, and I immediately get COVID from her toilet seat. Like I felt it swim up there. Lance Kobe. Wait, but what is COVID? Uh, what is it? What does that feel like? Was it? Was it? Was it look like? What does it feel like? It feels like you get really sick and mm-hmm. then really hungry, yeah. and you crave things like pickles right. and and then like onions and then pretzels, and then you have it for like nine months, and then eventually in the toilet comes out the COVID, and it's so scary because it has little like blue eyes, it has little hands, and you gotta like flush the COVID, and I just keep getting it. Do you remember the Civil War? Oh my god, that's like ancient. That like happened before or after Vietnam. Honestly, it's so weird. There's sometimes I have flashbacks of fighting in it. <laughs> There's photos of you where it says Lumberg baby, and they're like, "Have you seen me?" Oh my god. Uh don't tell mom, okay? There's a photo of you and you're in a little bomber plane and you're going over Nakoshima and you're going hats off, hell's yeah, and you drop a whole fucking bomb. It's crazy. Yeah, I I prefer you don't tell people which side I fought on and stuff. Oh my god, well everyone know you fought on the Iraqi side. We all know that. We're all there for that. Fucking Travis is like, I'm a little baby of him, eight years old. He went on a little Spirit Airlines, and like basically, if you just give him like slip him a five, the Spirit Airlines will fly you anywhere. So they flew him to fucking Iraq. Fucking Iraq, like Baghdad, Iraq, 2004, Iraq. He immediately sets up shop. He met this guy named Bo Bergdahl, who was a defector. And him and Bo. Like, fucking became fast friends, and they started fucking fighting for the town, man. It's crazy. I think I love you more than you love me. I love you so much. I've just been so busy this year with so many COVIDs. I'm on, like, three COVID, and COVID changes your body completely. I have, like, stretch marks now from COVID. I, like, my, I started producing milk from COVID. What kind of milk? Like, like, like titty meat milk, like where t- it's like, 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 like milk and like meat comes out. COVID. Like teen milk? Yeah. Teen milk. It's all okay. It doesn't matter if you fight for the Iraqi side. They make great points. Stand up to the regime.
It was all just a commercial for teen milk. Yeah, we just, um, we wanted to uh, go with someone a little bit more, I don't know, do you know any dance moves? You know, a lot of the other people we're hiring for this are <laughs> shake it up people. It's a Disney show. is quite successful. Bella Thorne, you might know her. <laughs> um, if you just want to try that again and, you know, you're just selling teen milk. And maybe you just, we don't want you to actually dance. We just want you to have the energy of someone that dances. So what exactly is the direction that you want me to go in? We are not putting labels on things. We got in a lot of trouble last year because we did uh, make someone, we did say uh, black it up to someone. So we are no longer. Black it up was actually a UPN show that I used to watch as a kid. Yeah. So that's actually where we got in the trouble. It was a copyright thing. It wasn't actually a racial thing. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So we are no longer giving direction. We're just saying you dance, but you're not dancing in this. You are in a wheelchair and we want you to have the energy of someone that dances. So are you going for like a Drake kind of vibe, or what are you thinking? Absolutely, Drake, uh, but your thirst for women, uh, they're age-appropriate. You're, you're not going to see your ass with 11. Let's just say that. Mm. Oh, you're talking about 11 for Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like an 11-year-old for a second. I was like, whoa, this is intense. You know, in uh, Drake's world, basically the same thing. So basically, you are in a wheelchair. You have Drake energy, but you would never date a child. That's what we want. We want an ideal Drake. This is a Drake from an alternate universe. Okay. Okay, that's great. All right. Ooh, that's great. We do this. We do it right. That's great. And is it possible? I'm in a wheelchair. Oh, we love that. We love that. We want to keep calling it out because we will never in this commercial. We will. I swear to God, we will never show the wheelchair. I'm in a wheelchair, but I'm still so fly. That's great. I'm in a wheelchair and I might just die. Remember, you have Drake energy. So one breakup happened. No lie. No lie. And you cannot get over this breakup for the past, I want to say, 12 years. Hey, girl, broke my heart. I don't know what to do. I'm chopped up. I'm straight up screwed. No lie. Just sitting here, reflecting, contemplating. And if we could get teen milk in there at any point, we love the riffs you're doing. We thank you for driving to deep receipt for this audition. Sitting in a wheelchair, don't know what to do. Chugging on the teen milk, I'm about you. Sitting there, oh. And we kind of want to imply that the teen milk is, um, for lack of a better term, going to get him to climb out of that little chair. Teen milk might give me my legs back. It might give me my, 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 my legs back. It <laughs> might give me the ability to walk. Okay, and now this next one. Give me the ability to stalk. <laughs> Be a dead man, trace it with some chalk. And I don't know if this is good or if it rocks. <laughs> okay, so now in this one, you're still Drake, but you're up on the cross and you're being crucified. I'm straight up Jesus in this hood. <laughs> and we want to give the idea that God is pissing down teen milk and that's going to get you to climb your little ass off that cross. I don't know if I like this. I don't know if I can do this. What's the next suggestion you got? You're crucified on the cross. I don't know if I like this. 
All right. Maybe you're one of the Jewish people that's yelling at Christ. I think I like this. Okay. And you really want him to hang. You want him to burn. You want him to bleed out. You like stigmata's fake. This whole crucifixion is fake. I don't even know what stigmata is. I'm Drake. Oh, okay. We like this. And the teen milk is giving you this energy to sort of get Christ to die faster. Can I get some different motivation up in this B? All right, all right, all right. Not a, not a, not a Christ guy. We get it. All right. So you're about to storm the house of Elian Gonzalez, one of the hottest stories of 1996. That guy on that raft? Yeah. And you want to rip this kid. You want the strength to rip this kid from its family. And, and the mother has this, this strength that's made of love, so it's extra strong. But am I still in a wheelchair? You're not in a wheelchair, but for some reason you are an army man and you still got a cross right on that back. Okay. So you want you have the, you're carrying this cross, you're storming this house, and you want to rip this kid. Can away. I use the cross to break down the door like they sometimes do <laughs> at the in those action movies when they use that big cylinder thing when they break down the door? Can I use that? Actually, I'll take it one step further. We want you to ride down the stairs on that cross, like so, like a sled and home like alone, a, like a sled and a home alone. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and you're a little scared at the top, but then the team milk gives you the, the strength. I'll be riding on the crowds down the stairs, but the team milk got me flowing in the mess, and I'm feeling impaired, and I'm just doing a whiz. We love that. Now, now, now it's, you get to the bottom of the stairs, you've just floated down the stairs, and mommy's got that death grip that moms have on their kids. That I could only imagine because I've she never She gave me that cross-eyed stare. If you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. You got the tea milk in the air. Oh, yeah. Popping bubbly in is, is everywhere I go. And you don't even know what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. Bash her in the face with that cross. Just throw it right up in there. <laughs> I hit her in the face with a cross. And she's like, oh, why you do this to me? And I said, mama, because you don't have tea milk in the fridge. Oh, baby. We love that. Um, I'm checking with my guys. And we're saying we don't even need to shoot. We got it. We're going to put out this low-res version. Team milk, team milk, team milk. And then the tagline, now in thick. Now in thick. That's it. We love it. Oh, thank you so much for coming in. I can't believe you never did a commercial before. Just dramatic work. Let's get into the final segment of the show. Yeah. It's called Sax Talk. Oh, Sax. Oh, I'm thinking of take my sack out. Oh, sack talk? Nope, we've never done that on the show. Oh, that'd be fun. This is where we pull out our testicles. Yeah, you get like a little curtain, so it's like all kosher, and then you, the testicles come through, and you draw little faces on them. Mm-hmm. So in this segment, what we're going to do is you're going to share a story of a sexual encounter that you're comfortable with sharing. It can be as innocent or as graphic as you'd like, but yeah. I'm going to sax it up. With some smooth sacks in between. So I'll paint, help you paint the picture with this sacks. So whenever you're ready, I'll follow you along. Okay. Uh, is there is there lead in for the sack? I'm just telling a straight up sex story. Straight up sex story. Oh, let's just go with the first. This is the first time I ever had sex. Ooh, here we go. <sighs> 17, pushing 18. Needs to happen quick. Uh, only place we could ever hook up was the back seat of my 2001 Mitsubishi Eclipse.
there is a turnout that's in front of a special ed school. Sort of a cul-de-sac, perfect place to hook up. So me and my uh, then-girlfriend, also 17, so it's not weird. Climb into the back seat of my hatchback car. I turn the key so the radio plays, right? Didn't want to hear all those wet sounds. Coheed and Cambria. Death Cab for Cutie. Taking Back Sunday. We're there to lace the love that we are about to create. Hot, musty, damp. Except her. I go to put it in. Take out that condom that we've all had in our wallet since 15, being like, it could happen anytime, and then you sit on it. Sitting on this for a good, good two years. It's got sand on it from the beach. It is dry. It's a different color. For sure has holes in it. Put that on. Go to put it in. Will not go in. (laughs) So I whisper into her ear a very real sentence, not knowing how the female anatomy works. I go, the condom is too dry. Do you have any lotion? What? Lotion? No. So she she goes to put it in where it's supposed to go. It's not a straight shot. I was thinking like a vagina is like an asshole. It goes straight in. Nope. It's got some canals to it. Remember when that... Like, you know when that soccer team got stuck in a cape? So I Elon Musk my way in there. I call everyone a pedophile in the room that tries to get in there. I finally do it, and it lasts so much longer than I thought. It's a good hour. The problem is, this whole time I've had Coheed and Cambria taking back Sunday. Death Cab for Cutie, playing on the radio, key turned, battery on. I go to turn the car on. Dead. She's crying. 
for different reasons. I don't know why that happens when sometimes it's your first time and you cry, but she was for sure crying, unrelated to the car. I'm crying. Because now I have to call my very religious mother and explain to her why a car is parked in the middle of nowhere in a parking lot in the learning center for special needs kids and she is in a cocktail dress and I am in what I thought was a good look, which is a cardigan sweater with a tie and one of those newsboys hats. Car smells like sex and shame, and I she's afraid to steer the car, so I put the car in neutral, and she pushes the car. <laughs> she pushes the car while I steer it out of that parking lot, just so it looks a little less conspicuous. My mom comes to pick me up. She's hiding in the bushes. I'm just like, ugh, I took a wrong turn and the car died mid-drive. You know how it goes. So I didn't come immediately, but I was punished for having no juice in the other tank. There's a first time for everything. And when my mom picked me up, I came immediately. Sex talk. That was a solid story. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's first a, time you had sex? So yeah. you never completed at the end of that? I, I did complete, but it took so, so long. It just takes some time. Everything will be just fine. Everything, everything will be just fine. Sometimes you have sex in a special ed parking lot for the first time. And you don't know if it's good or if it's bad because you're a teenager. And sometimes the battery dies. Sounds like that battery needs a little help from. Say it with me. Team milk. Team milk. milk. Now in very black. Of Mountain Dew, flat red blue taste, but the same consistency as milk. Now in clear, clear, clear milk. Clear milk, I think. I think it's the same. I think that's. It's the same thing as cum. <laughs> Clear milk. 
<laughs> That's what clear milk is, is gum. This isn't your father's cum. This isn't your daddy's cum. You're not in the steady, sitting on Papa's lap. You're with your bodies. This comes in a cogurt like package. It's shaped in a dick. <laughs> Refracts light. It's so clear. It looks like the prism from that album cover. You imagine if Gogurt was in the shape of a dick. You literally. Kids love it. Kids love it. My little Josh, he loves My it. My little Josh, you know, after his soccer practice, he wants one thing, yogurt. I, I say don't buy it, but you know, Josh, he loves it. And I'll have him screaming all day if he doesn't get it. It's like a tube of toothpaste and there's like little balls <laughs> attached Why to is it. There, how is the company justifying this? Uh, okay. so With Terrence, extra storage packs. Terrence, we want to bring you in. We want to talk about this packaging. The kids love it. but uh, Yeah, no problem, man. Yeah, sure. Holy shit, you are on <laughs> two skateboards. Yeah. Strapped to your feet. Um, Terrence, we're a little concerned about the package. You know, it looks a little phallic, for lack of a better term. Uh, by phallic, do you mean awesome? I mean uh, penis and balls. Oh. Listen, I just think if you took some of the hair off the outside of the package. Listen, if, if you're going to make me take the veins off this thing, too, this is a no-deal situation. Absolutely not. The veins are staying on. We love it. We love that the idea that you're going to get ripped on this teen milk. The hair, a little concerning. The flesh-colored tones are a little concerning. Do you want it more colorful or what? If you could make it a little colorful to distract from the shape, it might be a little bit better. The fact that there is, uh, what's the boba balls in the sack? What? I can't put those in the sack? <laughs> By the way, my name's Eric Andre, apparently. Eric, listen. Listen, dude. We're going to put these in the balls. We want to support you. Boba in the balls, dude. <laughs> it just, and, and this is like the fun don't start till the popping starts. That needs to go off the package. Dude, okay, let's change it to when you come here, your family. Okay, a little close to Olive Garden, you know, a little close to Daddy's PP might be in my face. Okay, in your mouth or in your <laughs> butt, which you prefer, Gogurt. <sighs> Listen, the clear is really playing well, so I don't want to lose it there. I my suggestion would be like take away clear, make it blue, berry blast, but the berry blast it it milky clear is playing with the kids. You know, they can't get enough. Dude, clear's the new queer, dude, and I'm all about that. Okay, well, maybe the Prince Albert could come out of it. Maybe the piercing at the head? Dude, I like the piercing. <sighs> we just don't think we should be passing out dick rings to kids. Gotta collect them all? That's not good. Just market them differently, dude. They're not dick rings. They're mouth rings for your mouth hole to slurp on that yum-yum clear gogi. You know, that'll play, actually. Well, yeah, yeah, okay. So Katie's going to write that down. Okay, Um. Ugh, last one. It's uh the thing that's like, get it in your mouth. Are, are you going to swallow or are you going to Get it in your mouth or you're a bitch. Yeah. That can't be the slogan? Come on, dude. We like saying bitch. We love calling kids bitch. <laughs> dude, I love calling kids bitches. 
the it's so good you're not gonna want to spit you're gonna want to swallow is a little close to uh, you know something else what well i didn't want to bring in my personal life here but when my husband has had so many wasa crackers he loves those crackers they get them all riled up or a low-carb cracker he gets some wasa crackers in him and you know he likes to I'll be studying in my study, and he'll put his penis right on my shoulder, and then he'll put it around my ear, and it goes Bluetooth, and then he'll put it in my mouth, and... And then if you don't make him come, he calls it Blue Balls. Yes. Oh, that's the other flavor I wanted to bring up. Blue Balls, Gogurt. <sighs> yeah. We like the image of the kid throwing a kick. Play with it, stroke it, and then it turns a different color. Okay. And then you had this pitch for an 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 a uh, interactive package that's like a bop it where it lights up and yeah it's called stroke it <laughs> and if they don't get it in time yogurt shoots it shoots in it. their eyes especially little kids with glasses because that's funnier dude we like that we like calling let's if we can call one of these kids in glasses a little bitch we like that but they gotta learn sometime don't they we just feel like the commercial itself is, is these kids getting sprayed with yogurt. What is clear yogurt that these kids are getting sprayed with? I don't see the problem, dude. If it was just clear, if it was just milk, it wouldn't be a problem. But the fact that it's mixed with clear and a little bit of milky. All right. There's this actor named Lexington Steele. We're going to get him to act in the commercial. Is that cool with you or what? Lexington Steele, I thought he died in that stunt accident where he tried to jump the town in a jet ski. Nope, he's back to life, he's bigger than ever, and he's going to shoot clear yogurt at these kids' faces. <laughs> if it could not be coming from a grown man. No, it's from a huge dude. He's ripped, he's buff, and he's black. <laughs> okay, we like that. You like that? Cool. Because I'm into that. I, you can't criticize it if it's a diversity cast. You cannot criticize it. So I have no choice. All right. Well, I feel like this is a productive meeting. I got to say, this went so different than I thought. What's your secret for all this confidence? My parents are still together. Oh, oh that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Twisted and bopping, squirting, hitting time. Don't let it's, the time run it's, out. This is an added feature on the bop, it says gird it. Jeffrey, <laughs> brain, skip it, bop it, and gird it. Gird it, dude. You girded me. Splat, splat, I gotta go home and clean up the splat. So, it tries. Moses, um, this has been. We've spent an interesting um, podcast together, and is there anything that you'd like to plug or anything before you go? I mean, there's so many, so, so many, so, so many, many moments. So many brands I'm involved so in. So many brands with, so many commercials. There's a lot of things going on in your life, so. I'm going to be at the Helium Comedy Club in Portland, Oregon, right after the election, which seems like a great time to go to Portland. I think that's great. Uh, on the 12th and the 13th, I think, whatever that weekend is after Great. the election. Then Good Nights Comedy Club in North Carolina. I was just there. Oh, yeah? Yep. Is it fun? I was there first week to open back oh, up. Oh, fun. Oh, it fun. Was, it was fun, though. But like, Are they kind of playing by the COVID rules, or are they just like, hey, it's the South? No, it was, Who cares? no they, they separated people and everything. Yeah. It's the North-South. Yeah. I think you'll be good there. Okay. They were fun crowds. They were fun crowds. And then Philly. 
Um, somewhere between that and Philly. Philly uh, Helium? Yeah, all in all in November. I like, love the Philly back. Helium Club. That club's great. Yeah. But if you go on my Instagram, I'll post all the dates there. Yeah. And um, you know Watch his movie Unfriended on Netflix oh, right yeah. now. Oh yeah. Unfriended is is on Netflix just in time for the Halloween season. Yes, yes, yes. Uh yeah, you can watch that. You can watch Lovebirds on Netflix as well. Another movie I'm in. And um of course at my merch table, all these shows, I'll be selling songs. I travel with it, so it's so much warmer than you'd hope. It's all over my real t-shirts that I sell. Date milk, now in crunchy. So y'all have, have teen milk at the... Uh... At tables as, as yeah, well. Yeah, the table. They'd be sitting out. You'll know. Just follow the flies. <laughs> flies and the sopping wet shirts. <laughs> they've been dunked in. The table's dripping. The club is so mad. They're really upset because that is a real, real stain on the carpet. And it's a long-term imprint. It's, it's so <laughs> the berry blast mixed with dairy is so bad. Um. So you know where to follow Moses now. I hope Jeremiah, you... where are you coming up? Where are you going to be at? You're um, going back on the road. Addison Improv. Yeah. This past will, this weekend. Will, yeah, this is happening. This, this is, is going to come out in two years. Yeah. This is. <laughs> I released this six years later. I'm like, Moses, it's finally so out. canceled for these commercials. Yeah. <laughs> but you're going to go back on the road. I'm going to go back on the road. Which are you feeling good about? Yeah, I am. Yeah. yeah. Right? Because yeah. people are playing it safe. We're here. The virus is here. Yeah. So be don't be an idiot. So after Texas, where are you going? Yeah, I'll be I'll I'll be around. I okay. I'll, I'll be bouncing around a little bit. I don't I don't have uh, solid exact dates, dates but JeremiahWatkins.com for all that stuff. Thank dude, thank you for doing the show. And thank uh, you. it's uh you're, you've been long overdue, and I hope people enjoyed the the madness that was this yeah, podcast. Yeah, I, I mean I'm so sorry that none of this is usable. <laughs> I'll send you a voice memo today. Back. Yeah, things were not always easy growing you're like, up. Jeremiah, can you edit some parts of that podcast? <laughs> <laughs> teen milk guys get teen milk, teen milk. Um, use our promo code um wonder 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 uh gird it yes gird it and squirt it um, gird it and squirt it yeah there should be a patriot for the teen milk. all right all right teen teen milk. Go. bye bye guys <laughs> bye <laughs>